2: This is TalkSport Daily.
3: Hello, happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, there's only one place to start, and that's by looking back at last night's Carabao Cup action as Man City beat Chelsea at the Etihad. Here's all the fallouts of the game on the Sports Bar with Jamie O'Hara and Dean Saunders on TalkSport <laughs>
4: Manchester City 2, Chelsea 0, City safely through second-half goals from Riyad Mahrez, a brilliant free kick, and Julian Alvarez, Chelsea Hufton Puffton had good chances in the first half, but lost their way, and they are out. Manchester City 2, Chelsea 0.
0: Well, obviously disappointed
4: to to go out uh, with the results, but uh, in terms of the performance, quite happy. We accept the
5: reality that they are a top team, they created some problems, but it's normal, so they are really good. But in general, I'm so pleased with the way we play. I mean, uh, the result is what it is, but in terms of the performance... Uh,
4: a step forward for us I think Man City's bench tonight was valued at 341 million <laughs> I the know. bench it's ridiculous so I would forget that result tonight
6: everyone in this, this City team is unbelievable technically and you know I thought I was quite good technically on the ball when I first came to City and then I had my first training session and um, just to be around the lads and them making me feel so welcome made it a lot easier
1: I was just wondering did you watch the game
0: Jamie? yeah
1: you were saying we got battered?
0: you got, you got beat?
1: No, we didn't get battered. Did you see the stats?
0: Most chances created. Chelsea. I've the result. Bear, XG, Chelsea. Manchester City 2, Chelsea 0. Yeah. We played, played well, created some good chances.
4: Uh, it was more like how we want the team to look. Performances have been a bit frustrating recently, so that's a step forward for us, I think.
3: Elsewhere in the Cowboy Cup, we brought you two live games across the TalkSport network. On TalkSport, Norris Forest beat Spurs at the City Ground. Whilst over on TalkSport 2, Liverpool beat Derby. Here's how it sounded on a busy old night of football across the Talksport network.
4: The five minutes are going to be elongated, are they? No, referee says full time. Antonieta out of the League Cup at the first hurdle. About the commitment, about the desire, uh, I, I have not nothing to complain uh, with with my players. I
0: don't know what to say. Beaten by Forrest. This can't continue. I've been a massive fan of Conse, but the, f- the way that we're playing, Dean, and the way that we're, that we're going about games, and the constant going 1-0 down, 2-0 down, first-half performances, absolutely miles off it. I don't kind of know how I can keep saying, back him, back him, back him, because eventually, I'm going to look like the idiot.
4: I think uh, that Nottingham Forest to show it to have more energy than us tonight, and... Uh, hmm. For sure, if you compare uh, the two teams, and uh, Nottingham Forest uh, played uh, less game than uh, than us. Forest beating Spurs for the first time in 25 years. What a frustrating night for Tottenham and for Antonio Conte. Another defeat. Their fourth in their last five games.
0: Doc is not good enough. Emerson's not good enough. Larissa isn't good enough, and I would not playing tonight. Faust not good enough. Romero is our only really decent defender, but he's made out to be like Mal- a Maldini type. And Ryan Tessignon. Did we buy Ryan Tessignon or was he Steven Tessignon? Right now I keep saying we've got to back him, we've got to do this, he'll win us a competition, he'll win us a trophy. We're out of the Carabao Cup by Nottingham Forest. I mean it's not good enough. Realistically, we're not gonna win the league, we're not gonna win the Champions League. We've got a chance of two cups and that was blown tonight. I have sat at the new stadium for the last five, six
6: months, bored out my brain. Clock watching. Like where does it stop with? And
4: tonight, you know, was an absolute disgrace. It just creates disharmony when you when you play weakened teams and you think, yeah, He hasn't oh, played a weakened team, though. Well, he has. He hasn't. He has.
3: Honestly, Jamie, Tottenham were poor. We're not brilliant, but Tottenham are not a very good football team, in my opinion.
4: Mate, we're not playing with any intensity. We're playing for 45 minutes a, 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 a match and he's saying about intensity. What intensity? We're not even using any energy. Again, Joe, they used to park the bus. He's got the bus and the players parking their cars. This is awful. It's disgusting. I'll pay for his Uber to stand Get out. You want get him it. out?
0: You want him out, Mehmet?
4: Out, out. I still think he'll get it right, though, Jamie, can't they? I still think, I've still got faith that he'll get it right. He just needs to survive bad patches, which they're in right now. Forest deservedly through. They've beaten Spurs tonight by two goals to nil left footed from Elliott up against Wildsmith the goalkeeper this to win the tie for Liverpool he
1: does goalkeeper went the wrong way Elliot races over to kevin Callagher. Callagher really is Liverpool's hero three
6: saves in the penalty shootout and Harvey Elliott Absolutely nerveless. Teleha in that Liverpool Three goal. saves, They were amazing. Five. They wow. were absolutely amazing. We saw it in the cup final, didn't we? When Kepé missed the penalty. I think that went to 11-10. But tonight was a little bit different. And he had to come up with the goods. And he could come up with the goods all right. Those saves were just absolutely... Fantastic.
3: The way he saved them, there wasn't one bad penalty, and it was about all in the corner. <laughs> Everybody was there. It's unbelievable.
2: When we got to the penalties, like, obviously I wanted to win, but I'm not going to be heartbroken if we don't. It was all about the performance and how hard we had to work out possession, and it just seemed a, a good night of football. We brought a massive following, there were a seat spare, both sets of fans were singing. We both had a go, and uh, fair play to Liverpool. They go through full of my respect and wish him all the best
6: Paul Warnby absolutely thrilled to pieces with what he's seen from his players tonight they can walk off this pitch with their heads held high they really can
2: it would be great to see obviously with the following of this club uh, to see it back in the top flight but there's a lot of work to go I think
6: he'll be proud as punch of his younger players who were given their opportunity tonight You know, he wasn't as irate as he normally is in that technical area, He just let them get on with things, but they couldn't come up with the answers or the goods to to stick the ball in the back of the net after 90 minutes.
3: It's a good night now, eh? so nothing happened, nobody injured. Intense game, yeah. I think everybody was entertained, so good game. But I think when you watch 90 minutes, we obviously deserved it, but that means nothing in penalties because uh,
4: if you don't save them... Then you are out.
0: Liverpool had been frustrated. Wildsmith
1: and the Derby defence had absolutely excelled, but when it came to the crunch,
6: Liverpool just had enough, and Jurgen Klopp's side avoid a scare here. A cup competition, five and a half thousand Derby supporters, and I think they're all going to leave this stadium tonight, proud as punch. I really do. Yep. But somebody had to lose, and unfortunately, it's Derby County.
3: Now, Wales have named their 26-man squad for their first World Cup campaign in 64 years with no real surprise omissions. Here's the take of their manager, Rob Page, Tuxports' Lawrence Mora, and the former Wales striker, Dean Saunders.
2: I have the squad list for Wales... Qatar 2022 tournament. So let's run you through that 26-man squad. Goalkeepers, Wayne Hennessy, Danny Ward and Adam Davis. The defenders, Ben Davis, Ben Cabango, Tom Lockyer, Joe Roden, Chris Meppam, Ethan Ampadu, Chris Gunter, Nico Williams, Connor Roberts. The midfielders will be Sorba Thomas, Joe Allen, Matthew Smith, Dylan Levitt, Harry Wilson, Joe Morrell, Johnny Williams and Aaron Ramsey. While the forwards will be Reuben Colwell, Gareth Bale, Kiefer Moore, Mark Harris, Brennan Johnson
5: and Dan James. So
2: that is the 26-man squad. I don't think I've
5: surprised many Welsh supporters, if I'm being honest with you. I think they've, um, they would they have know, second-guessed what the squad was going to be. The difficulty is always leaving players out, so um, I have to strip the emotion away from it. and. Uh, and pick a squad that I think is going to be effective in in the World Cup.
4: You know, it's not like England, where you say, don't worry, there'll be another one. We might not get another one. So if you get left out of this squad, you're seriously unlucky and you're thinking, will it ever come round again? There's
2: not many surprises in there. This is very much the squad that has had so much success for Rob Page since he took over as manager and took them to the Euros and to the World Cup.
4: The main thing is with our team, although we, you know, we're sort of the underdogs in the group, We've got players who can run, we've got pace and with the heat that's going to be out there, I think it's an advantage for us. You know, we're not going to get knocked out through lack of effort and lack of running.
5: We're going to throw everything at it. We we don't care about the emotions of the first time we've qualified with so many. We're going to go and give it our best. There's also question
2: marks over the fitness of Joe Allen. Fingers crossed on Joe Allen. He's a very important player for us. He's
4: he's obviously still injured, but he's picked him in the squad. It's not great.
5: You know, we want him him playing games, we want him playing Saturday, coming into camp, but it's not to be, and... um, it's frustrating because it could have been avoided. So, you know, it, it is what it is. We have to be positive. We have to make a, a plan moving forward. We'll get him on camp Sunday and we'll, we'll leave it as late as possible to make that call.
2: One name that's leapt out as in has been brought in is Tom Lockyer. 12 months out of the squad, he is back in the fold and back for the World Cup.
5: I think he's earned the right to be back involved. I think he's, his levels of performance in the in the championship have been excellent. And with Reese's injury, I thought it was a no-brainer to get him to get him back involved.
4: We're a bit short in other areas, but we make up with it, like you said, with the spirit we've got. You know, we don't. There's no in-house battles. There's harmony always in the Welsh camp. We always feel like it's us against the world. And it's 64 years' age since we qualified, so I can't wait for it.
5: Every competition we go into, every game we play, we want to win. And there's no different than the World Cup, so if we can sustain again that level of performance against um, USA and Iran uh, and England, then uh, I think the result will take care of itself.
3: So Wales named their squad yesterday, but today all eyes will be on Gareth Southgate as he names England's 26-man squad for this month's World Cup in Qatar.
7: If you change your mind on the first dressing line, on the unseen free. Take a chance, take a take a chance, chance on a chance, me. Well, the door is open, there's no question about that. Um we we have a lot of good players and Whoever I pick, there's always going to be debate about who we, who we don't pick. We've got to make the best calls that we possibly can.
3: I think Ben White will be in the squad. I'll be really surprised
4: if he isn't. I think the more he plays mm. in that right-back berth, the better
3: he
7: gets. If you're in, in in the World
4: Cup
0: alley, you need a plan B. Ivan Toni's perfect. There's not much to, to justify Grealish compared to, say, Madison. And he's been doing it in the struggling Leicester City side. He's yeah, even not. better.
5: That's all I ask of you,
0: James Madison. You know, we talk about players playing well.
5: Just, He's got
4: to go to the World Cup. How do you say to a Callum Wilson or an Ivan Toney, we're not going to pick you, but we're going to pick Rashford?
5: I think the form of Temit Abraham is a concern. Not been great this, this season at,
0: at Roma, but I think he might still have a little bit more in the in the bank. Trippier and, and Ben White. I mean, those two, uh, for me, had to be in there because of their form.
6: There's a player that I have, I'm so intrigued to know more about, which is for Kaya Tamori. Tomori. For me, I feel like...
2: He deserves a chance.
7: We've got to make the best calls that we possibly can.
3: Find out who will make the plane from 1pm this afternoon as Adrian Durham hosts a special show where he'll be joined by former England internationals Gabby Agbonelhor, Danny Mills and Leanne Sanderson. One man who looks likely to be on that plane to Qatar is of course the West Ham midfielder Declan Rice and his former teammate and of course West Ham legend Mark Noble was a guest on The Breakfast Show on Wednesday morning. Here he is speaking about Rice. And although he thinks he can be the England captain one day, he also told us that the young midfielder can get even better than he is
7: now. When I first see him come into the into the first-team fold and see what he was like, and uh, there was a moment in training uh, in pre-season under Slaven in Germany where the ball come into mid-centre half. He was only a 17-year-old kid at the time, and he slapped one into me, I set him off and then he hit a diag with his with his other foot about 40 yards with a bit of fade on it and I looked back and I thought, oh, he's going to take my place in a <laughs> team at some point. So <laughs> <laughs> um, then take my own son to a game as a fan during the Euros and to see how well he played in the Euros and to speak to him daily about his performances and it was just an incredibly proud moment for me because I'd seen him grow from from a boy, really, to to one of the best uh, centre midfield players in in world football, actually. So, as as much as I didn't play for England, to see someone so close, be so good, but and also come so close to actually bringing uh, football home was was pretty special.
6: And I was up at Liverpool. I thought I thought Declan, I gave Declan a man a match, and you don't normally do that to the losing team. Thought West Ham were unlucky. I thought he's absolutely outstanding, and there's got to be a potential England captain in there.
7: Ali, I couldn't agree with you more. I watched the game about the England captain side of things. I, I totally agree. I've said that in, in the press before. Uh, I think if you see Declan firsthand at training every day and see what he does, you, you'll, you'll appreciate how how good he is, and he can even get better. He, he can he can improve on his game, whether that's scoring goals or, or, or assists. He's he can he, and he and he's he can learn. That's the thing with him. He keeps learning. And that Liverpool game, I think he showed. The the levels he can go to, you know, playing in a in a, in a losing team. But obviously, I know you give him man of a match. Yeah. But it was, I back you up. It was fully deserved because yeah. he was he was world class that night. I think he's got two years or two two years left on his contract. We'd we'd all hope that we can keep hold of him. But I think he's going to be sought after by obviously some of the top clubs, not only in this country but in the world. And you can see with Deck, he loves he loves his football. I don't think he's fussed about money and all that sort of thing. He wants to he wants to be successful, and on his mind, it was always on his mind this year to to worry about the World Cup and and, and look forward to that and play well there. So you're right. For me, it will be a bit strange when when it comes to the end of the season, and if, if anything, or there's going to be rumours about Deck. Of course, there is. But I've always said to myself in this role, in, uh, in the role I'm going to take up, honesty is key. As long as you're honest and you and you say what you believe and you're honest with players they can never go oh, he lied to me or he, he went behind my back and, and that's what that's what I intend to do now hold
0: that please level five thank you ah you must be one of our new interns
1: yeah hi nice to meet you
0: hi now the most important thing to know is to Ertz in the Biparsal Rise plug sale
1: the most important thing is what sorry
0: the single most important thing is to Ertz in the channel I has been bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale and you'll be fine
1: uh yeah that sounds important Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.
7: Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. Only at SleepNumber stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And we end the show by hearing from the Premier
3: League's all-time leading goal scorer, Alan Shearer. He also joined Laura Woods, and him a question, Stuart Pearce, on The Breakfast Show. And here he is discussing his former side, Newcastle, with him telling us he cannot believe the progress Eddie Howe has made during the first 12 months in charge.
2: Southampton 1, Newcastle 4, the Magpies are flying. Nine Premier League games unbeaten, four wins on the spin. The Eddie Howe revolution is in full effect. Newcastle are up the third, ahead of Spurs playing later. So... Eddie Howe, wow! His team are absolutely flying.
0: I mean, I expected improvement this season, um, but I didn't expect it to be as as great as what we're seeing. I mean, they they uh, what a job Eddie Howe is is doing and has done. I mean, it was it was remarkable remarkable in the way he kept Newcastle up last year because if you remember, in and around Christmas, yeah. I thought there were certain to uh, to be relegated and then the signings i mean Kieran Trippier for me was a key signing he was a game changer with his attitude and everything else with his ability uh, with his leadership qualities he he sort of came into the club and when you when you remember what he's achieved and what he's won as a player for him to choose newcastle who were in a within a real chance of being relegated was it was a big decision so once he went in there and i think that then attracted others to the uh, to the football club so he he got yeah. them safe last year and the the way they're playing this year they look so fit i mean it's a it's an unbelievable atmosphere at St james's park alley as as you know, I mean Imagine. it hasn't been the last fourteen or fifteen years but for the past for the past year since Eddie's been in there, it is totally transformed it is incredible. The players are feeding off that, and they're they're going after teams and they're playing some really good entertaining football, and everyone seems up to it, and they look they look really strong in every position and what also has been key is, I mean, I mentioned Trippier. Some of his other signings, Nick Pope has been fantastic. I mean, their win at Tottenham last weekend, for the first 15 minutes they were under the cosh, he made two big saves, one-on-ones in in, in those minutes, which kept them in the game, which then gave them the platform to go and play. So, yeah, they're ahead of schedule, I mean, I don't... I, d- I hope I'm wrong again, but I don't see them finishing in the, in the top four. They've got a really good chance, but I just... And, and that might depend if they go out and sign another player or two mm. in uh, in January, but with what they've got at the minute, bear in mind they're doing it without San Maximan and they're doing it without their record signing in Isak as well, so if they were to get another one or two in January, my decision, my my opinion might change in the top four, but Whatever happens, if they get into fifth, sixth, seventh, I think that that would be a big improvement on on last year, and 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 that's all all we can ask for at Newcastle, isn't it?
3: Well, that's it for another podcasty thing. Thanks for listening on Talkspaper. Wherever you get your podcast from, make sure you hit that subscribe button. I'm back this afternoon on Andy Olsen's Drive Time Show at four pm alongside Darren Bennett and Jack wilshire is in the studio. Reacting to Gareth Southgate, 26-man England squad, for this month's World Cup. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy in Talksport daily podcasts that first in the morning, so you do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. We'll be safe, everyone. We'll be safe.
2: That was a podcast from TalkSport.